Hello, 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 it's Holly Rustic here, and we are doing another bonus podcast. So, so excited. We have our Freelance Grant Writer Academy doors open until Sunday, January 21st at midnight Eastern, and we are so excited about this. We've had so many people coming in. It has been such a revolution already, and I want to talk about that because I really wanted to share um, just some questions we're getting, and I wanted to give out these bonus podcasts, so if you haven't listened to the previous to please jump in. We talk about everything inside the academy, who it's for, how to make a return on your investment very quickly, and so much more. Today, I wanted to talk about how our program is not just a program. I mean, it's a wonderful program, but it's not just a program. It's a movement. So make sure you go to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash academy to check out everything inside our Freelance Grant Writer Academy, which is a movement. And if you listen to this podcast after January 21st, be sure to join the waitlist for when the doors open again and you will get some bonus materials. So once again, grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash academy. And when you join this January by January 21st, 2024, you also get our 30-day live master grant template challenge starting February 4th. We are going to walk you through everything, five to 10 minutes a day, on how to create a master grant template, which can be used for your basis for all of your clients that come in through the door um, so that you're not out there chasing the money, but you're actually developing a business plan, i.e. grant template, for the specific program that they want to develop. And then you can look for grants based on that program and you can start writing grants using a lot of what you've actually written in the template. So this adds another deliverable to the client and it will help you avoid chasing the grants. You will actually find the best fit grants because you're going to start with the template first. And if you're new to grant writing, it's also going to show you how to write a grant, all of the basics that you need in a grant. Um, and when you're writing grants later, you can just pull from this template. So be sure to join the Academy now because we have that kicking off live February 5th. Once again, go to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash Academy, where we help you replace your full-time income while writing grants part-time from home. All right, so let's talk about the Freelance Grant Writer Academy as a movement and not just a program. So of course, in the program, we have things like grant writing curriculum, business curriculum, where we teach you everything about how to really develop your business from A to Z, like are you an LLC, a sole prop, etc., as well as how to put together your grant writing services, how to price using our value-based pricing method, and of course, how to do sales using our very signature ethical nonprofit sales strategy. We even teach you how to do client onboarding, how to respond to client issues, and so much more. And we have coaching twice per month on Zoom, and we also have our daily Slack channel where you can get coaching throughout the month between our calls, all of the things. We also offer unlimited grant reviews, yep, you heard it here, and unlimited business reviews where we can actually review your services, review your pricing, give you feedback, all of that. Look at your website, look at your Calendly, look at how you, your client, your client onboarding questions, all of the things we can give you feedback on to help you just really get narrow, get clear, and start having high converting sales and be 100% showing up in your pricing. So we have so much inside the program. So the program itself is magical, but really it's the movement 
and the concept behind the program that makes our Freelance Grant Writer Academy so unique and so powerful. Here's the thing. We know that through this program, we together are helping change the industry for good. And let me talk about this a little bit. Freelance grant writers, through uh, research that was done in 2022, what we found in the research was that 88% of freelance grant writers are women. And what we found that was a majority of the women who are freelance grant writing were working unbillable hours. They were not billing for all their hours. And this was a real, this was actually a report and survey that Rachel Waterman did. Um, and it was really interesting to look at these deep kind of psychological results. It wasn't just like, how much do you earn? Where do you live? Like all, yeah, they took that into consideration, but it was like, how value do you feel in your pricing? Are you billing for all of your hours, right? It was really a deep dive into that side of it. And I fully believe that until we look at that side, <laughs> like where we're coming from psychologically, right? We can't really change anything. And what I've seen was, you know, there's a lot of women, right? 88% of y'all are uh, females out there that are working as freelance grant writers. And grant writers within nonprofits, it's like 60, uh, it's around 62% are females. So a lot of you actually want to get out of the workplace right? This is the data that we're seeing. Because of that, what a lot of people are doing is they're taking like, okay, well, I got paid this in a nonprofit. I'll just take this wage into my freelance grant writing business. Or just some of the, the trauma, the money trauma and all of that, taking it into your business. Oh, I didn't get paid a lot. I didn't get to move up a lot. I was always like having to respond and do all this work outside of my scope of work and my job and kind of taking that into your freelance grant writing business. And we wanna say, stop, right, stop. That is part of our movement is, hey, you can, as a freelance grant writer, be financially stable outside of your nine to five. And literally, you will never be financially stable inside your nine to five. We fully believe that every single grant writer must open a freelance grant writing business, right? Even if you're working full-time in a nonprofit, have something set up on the side. You have one client, that's it. Or maybe you don't even have any clients yet, but you have the ability and power to have options because you have something set up. Our movement is about leveling out the playing ground for especially female grant writers to step up, to charge what they're actually feel value charging, and to be able to talk and negotiate with the nonprofits very ethically. We need to also help change the nonprofit industry with how they view freelance grant writers and grant writers in general and female consultants in general. We need to change that entirely. And through the work that we do in the Freelance Grant Writer Academy, not only do we help, you know, we have an awesome program, but what that awesome program does is it provides you with more money, with more income coming in, so you can actually start having options. Oh, maybe I can leave my toxic nonprofit job. Maybe I can take off time now and, you know, not feel guilty. I can actually get out of, you know, working weekends and evenings by just putting boundaries in place at my job, right? We are teaching you how to create more boundaries 
and have more flexibility in your life. Learn how to say no to things just because of policies that we shall tell you to put inside your contracts to create those boundaries. And then you can lean back on them. It's no more like, oh, well, this and this and this. It's, no, that was a part of the policy, right? Easy. In order to have more financial stability for you, you need to have more boundaries, more policies to understand and have value-based pricing so you feel valued showing up and you can also communicate that value to a nonprofit. Just that alone is a huge part of being able to change the industry where we've seen too much toxicity as far as working with freelance grant writers where people just want you to work pro bono all the time or give discounts and all of that. But the problem is, is that a lot of times freelance grant writers, they just buy into that. Before a nonprofit asks for a discount, they start offering one. No, stop doing that. And I'll tell you what, I, you know, I'm not being hard on you all. I was like you. When I worked inside a nonprofit, I felt like I finally made it, quote unquote, when I made $50,000 at that job. But it was after working 50 plus hours a week, working weekends and evenings on grant deadlines, and being the last one to pick up my daughter at daycare every day. And that's when I quit, when it was actually not the, the highest promotion, I quit because I was like, what have I had to give up just to get here? It just didn't make any sense to me. It was so toxic. So I resigned and when I sent out my resignation letters to my contacts at my job, I got my first anchor client. But here's the thing, I still made mistakes in the first couple of years of freelancing. I undercharged, I got paralyzed in getting proposals out because I was like, is this enough, is it too much? Like all of those thoughts. I didn't have a sounding board to really even ask that. Sure, I asked some of my friends, but they had no idea because they weren't consultants. <laughs> they gave me some advice though, I would not say it's good. <laughs> I felt awkward following up on proposals, so would aggressively follow up or not follow up at all. I resisted to bring up my pricing during discovery sales calls because it just felt sleazy. I let people pick my brain and didn't charge for it. I assumed nonprofits couldn't afford my prices, so I gave deep discounts before they even asked for a discount. I said yes to doing any type of fundraising work because some money is better than none, right? I spent way too many hours tinkering on a website versus going out and making sales calls because I felt so uncomfortable with those conversations. I know you. I've been you. <laughs> and that was one of the reasons I said no more. When I really looked at it and I said, grant writers and specifically women, we really need to start earning more money so we have more options, so we feel more safe. Like I needed to feel safe, right? And living to paycheck to paycheck did not even allow me to live in the safest neighborhood. And part of me was like, my part of my journey was I need to have stability and I need to feel safe. And in my brain, it really didn't make sense. It was like, no, stay at your nine to five. Even my mom, like a lot of my friends, my family. Oh, what's safe is staying at your nine to five. But I was like, there's no way out of this poverty cycle at this nine to five. And some of you might be like, 50,000 is pretty good though, isn't it, Holly? Not where I was living. The cost of living is extremely high. So, and what does that do? It just helps you go from one paycheck to the next, to the next, to the next. No kinds of savings. You know, it's typically what so many, especially Americans are living like like today, they're stuck in this cycle. So I had to really think about this and say, okay, I have to shut out. That advice is getting me nowhere, right? So I had to really look and say, you know what? I can 
make more money. I can be more financially stable. I don't have to depend on a boss or like know if like, you know, I could get fired. Like I see people getting fired left and right. I see people getting laid off left and right in nonprofits. Like I did not, I needed to prepare myself and to have more stability for me and my daughter. So what I did was I started freelance grant writing, but I took a lot of that trauma into that job at first, right? Into my, into my uh, career and my consulting career. And I really had to do a lot of work, get coaching, really figure out systems. So it wasn't until I actually started getting coaching, streamlined my offerings with the uni, and even here, let me just hold on, let me just rewind for a second, because I'm getting real with you on these bonus podcasts. Even coaching for me was a huge stretch, right? I was like, because remember, part of my thing was I need to feel safe. I need to feel financially secure. I have a daughter who depends on me. Quit my job so I could be in a better situation. And it's scary, and I don't know that, you know, money's going to come in in a few months. But what I knew was that I can't do this alone, and I need somebody who's at least a couple of steps ahead of me to show me the way, right? To show me the way so I can be successful at this. So that was a risk I put myself into. And I did my research. I looked at, so I loved all the questions that you guys are emailing in about the Academy, and I always encourage that. So I'm like, hit reply. All the emails, y'all, they're saying hit reply with any questions. And a lot of you, I go like loom videos for um, responses and all of that because you need to make like the most educated decision, right, that you can and you need to have the most information. And that's why we send so many emails. That's why about each component of everything in our program. That's why I'm doing this bonus emails. That's why if you're following my Instagram or LinkedIn, you're seeing a lot of content. I want you to have the most decision and see everything that we have inside the program so you can make the most educated decision. And that's what I did with my coaching, my research. Um, a part of the other things I did was streamline, my, and this was a lot with my coaching, my coaches' um, advice, streamline my offerings with a unique industry concept. And I actually created the unique industry concept language in my academy. And we, I also really worked hard on pricing, right? Because I knew that's one of the biggest hangups I hear from other freelance grant writers. One of the biggest hangups is I don't know what to price. I see that in consultants in all realms. And I love working on this now. Before it used to scare me, just like when I first started to learn how to write grants more than 20 years ago, budget scared me, right? But then I really was like, okay, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna you know, really learn how to do budgets so they don't scare me anymore. And now I love doing budgets. And it's the same with my pricing. Now I love working on pricing and I love being able to say, how do we do it where we can really explain the benefit and the value and that it makes sense for the types of nonprofits we wanna work with. So it's a no brainer for them. So really looking at that. So in our value-based pricing methodology that we've come up with based on years and years and years and years of experience and understand the psychology behind it all, right? We have put that together. And then I also created a master grant template and repeatable systems for my clients. So it wasn't always like, oh, this is completely new, right? Even though they're different grants I'm working at, I still understand my formula. I still understand the way I'm gonna work with clients. So to get clear on that helped me raise my prices, helped me reduce my time, right? All of that. And of course, create an ethical sales system. Doing sales used to make me so nervous. <laughs> now I love sales because I understand like I'm not gonna come into this like scared or feeling bitter or resentful or upset when they ask questions. I just need to know that, hey, those are questions. They are questions that have not been answered yet, 
That's exactly what objections are. And I just need to create ways to actually talk to that. I need to create boundaries and policies around my sales calls just to mitigate things, to reduce um, people that, you know, clients that might not be a good fit, right? All of that. So we've actually implemented that into the academy. And of course, I got boundaries with my policies. And the results with this is I've been able to pay off all my student loans, all of my debt, making multi six figures easier than ever before, create way more results and value and win more grants for my clients because I have systems. I travel every summer with my daughter and a few times throughout the year. I have clients that find me now constantly and I show up confidently on sales calls and no pricing. This equals more peace. So as I was talking about our movement, our movement is all so you guys can confidently quit your toxic nonprofit jobs and replace your full-time income writing grants part-time. Our movement is also around you ladies out there to actually step into your value and your worth, to stop taking on more work than you are actually getting paid to do. And I get it, yeah, sure. I also, I have one organization where I'm like, I'm on the board of directors and that's my volunteer project and I love it. But I am in a place financially where I'm stable and I'm safe and I can do that, right? I don't want people going into those situations until they are stable and they're safe. And then you can take on those pro bono, like, and I even say maybe just one pro bono client or one pro bono grant per year. But wait until you get into a situation where you are financially stable and safe, because that's going to give you more power. You're going to show up 110% of those board meetings. I actually went to a board meeting this morning and it was lovely. I could fully show up 110%. I felt like I was really contributing and it, it wasn't sucking all my time. I actually felt energized. And I remember back in the day, I, used to, I was on like three different boards and I did not feel financially safe or stable yet. And that was, it was draining. It, it totally drained me. So I really want you all to, you know, to be a part of this movement because we want you to first be financially stable, financially safe, and that you have the time so you can actually do those hobbies or you know help the nonprofit, maybe volunteer for one nonprofit, right? But you can show up 110% because you are in that position. Our movement encompasses you to be able to, once again, quit your full-time job, make high five-figure, six-figure incomes while working from home part-time, taking care of the kids, or while you're transitioning into retirement consulting and you just want a super part-time job, maybe five to 10 hours per month, and you still wanna bring in a very good income and be able to help support your community. Our movement is a part of your dreams of helping causes you believe in by leveraging your skills while earning this full-time income on part-time hours. You wanna learn or hone your grant writing skills that you have a skill that will always provide an income no matter where you are in life. And what I have found is that the thought, I need a nine to five job to be financially stable, is the number one issue that this movement is really going to solve. It's going to help so many people as it already has because without transitioning out of that thought, knowing I can be financially stable with my skills and with systems. That's what, what that's what actually helps me be financially stable. But if you're just thinking I need a nine to five to be financially stable, that mindset is such an issue because a job's gonna keep you underpaid even though you might be making ends meet like I was, 
you are on a limited income and when a doctor's bill comes up, prices raise at daycare, or inflation happens, you will need to get another job or restrict an already restrictive income. A job also will keep you exhausted. With only two weeks plus 10 days off of you know federal holidays per year, you don't need to have time to recuperate and live the life you that you want to have. You know, you promised yourself no more working on the weekends, but you even checked your email or worked on a grant over Thanksgiving, didn't you? Mm-hmm, during the holidays, right? Just having two weeks off per year, I would actually use up most of that quote unquote vacation time for sick days um, because my daughter was in daycare and she had so many sick days, right? The first few years I felt like every other week she was home um, and I had to take like be home with her because daycare wouldn't even take her. She was sick, right? So, I mean, I didn't even really get vacation time because of how I had to use it up. And I know a lot of you are in that same position. And a job's gonna keep you codependent. With eight to five hours, you can't pick up your kids after school, take care of your loved ones, or have time for your health, or even space to dream. So when you think you need a job for financial stability, here's what happens. You stay at a job underpaid, right? You don't ask for a raise because you don't think the nonprofit can afford it. You lean on your job for stability, but you still feel insecure. You're constantly looking for a job. And even if you're a freelance grant writer already, and if you still have that thought, right? I need a nine to five for financial stability, even some of you that have already transitioned over, you're still thinking that way. And here's what's gonna have that, how that thought is gonna show up. You're gonna stress about pricing. You're gonna give deep discounts because you don't think nonprofits can afford you. You feel like you can't make a full-time income because you haven't gotten a client yet. You don't reach out to leads or let your friends and family know about your business because you aren't sure what your prices are and you never know what to say on a sales call. And you feel like you won't be able to manage a schedule and it will be put too much pressure on your family. But here's the thing. Your job is not your provider. Your skills and systems are. What is financially stable and safe is when you learn how to create an income with your grant writing skills, no matter if you need to take off traditional time at work because you are raising young kids, you need to move often because of your spouse's work, you need to bring in extra money because of inflation, paying off debt, home ownership, retirement, and more. Here's the thing, as a freelance grant writer, you can't get fired, laid off, or let go because of a nonprofit's volatile budget. The longer you wait to start freelancing, even if it's just on the side, the longer you put off stability. When you learn how to leverage your skills and systems to actually be your provider, you will sell with confidence. You're gonna have an ethical sales strategy and you're gonna know that your services are needed and valued even if you're new to grant writing. You will set boundaries. You will not do all duties as necessary as you only do a certain scope of work. You have confidence in your pricing and not give. you don't give deep discounts or work pro bono because you understand that nonprofits can afford your services more as a freelancer versus staff. You overcome imposter syndrome because you will get more skilled at writing grants because that's what you're going to be doing a majority of the time. And you will be more confident in talking about yourself as a freelancer, even if you're an introvert, because you will have low-hanging fruit client lead list. Love it. And you'll feel more in control of your schedule because you will set boundaries through your policies. After being a grant writer for nearly two decades, I've discovered that grant writing is a skill that is always in demand. 
Grant writing as a staff position is never financially secure, and grant writing is a skill anyone can learn. And after being a freelance grant writer and coach for more than 10 years, I have discovered that freelancing provides financial stability, freelancing allows for a flexible schedule and safe working location, freelancing gives you the ability to have massive impact and meaning. So the Freelance Grant Writer Academy helps you achieve that. Because even if you've opened up your own freelance grant writing business and you've never gotten skills about how to do value-based pricing or how to do sales, like you are going to be searching, you're gonna be Googling for a nine to five, right? Because that old thought's gonna come back. This isn't financially stable right? A nine to five is. It's so ingrained in our culture, although it's changing. I think actually for because of the work that we are doing and the movements like the Freelance Grant Writer Academy, our younger generation, um, they are definitely going to change. Like our children, we are just going to be able to lead them up with more confidence, more boundaries, and more ethical work. But we need to show the way and we need to be a part of that example. If you even believe like in equitable pricing, right, among different genders, we need to start showing up that way. So I always tell like, especially women when they're pricing and I'm like, you know, that's not enough, right? And they're like, yeah, but, and then cause they, you know, they have these old ideas and paradigms and I'm like, if, you know, we need to step in to what our value really is because it's bigger than us. It really is bigger than us. And when we can really get on that level as part of like, you're a part of a movement, right? You're a part of to reshape this sector in such a positive way. And we can do it without like just driving forward, right? We can do it through setting boundaries, having conversations about how do I talk to a client like this? We get a lot of that in Slack. Oh my gosh, this person, you know, they're asking me for this now. How do I, ooh, how do I respond to that? Because that's outside of my scope of work. We let you know, here, here's a way you can easily respond to that. That is not passive aggressive. That's not passive, nor aggressive, <laughs> or passive aggressive, but it's assertive. And it's there's a lot of power there, but it's not bossy. It, but it's clear as well. It's professional. So we want you to be a part of the movement with us to create more equity in our pricing, to leave toxic workplace environments, and really overall to reshape your thoughts around financial stability and safety and what it really means. Because if we just keep doing the same old, same old, same old, right? Oh, just reapply to another job, reapply to another job, reapply to another job. But we're still in that burnout cycle. We're still in, oh my gosh, this system is not allowing me to get paid as much as my other coworker just because of my gender or my race or whatever, right? We need to step into our own where we can say, no, we're gonna change it. And we can change that by opening a freelance grant writing business, but we need to get the coaching around how to do that. And that is what the Freelance Grant Writer Academy provides. So I welcome you to become a part of our movement, to join the Academy, and to really start reshaping the entire grant writing industry along with us. Once again, the doors do close to this round on January 21st. They won't open again until this summer. We have our amazing 30-day live how to write a master grant template coming up February 5th. This is the first and only time we'll be doing it live, so I'm really excited about it. And you can see all of the bells and whistles inside our program, as well as our deep curriculum and our philosophies and our methods and our processes. You're gonna get so much in this and our coaching, which is phenomenal. 
All right, once again, visit grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash academy and come join our movement. I'll see you on the inside. Bye-bye.